Welcome to Hashtag Complicated. This is Tracy and Danielle, where this season we will be discussing topics about the ins and outs of dating as a millennial. Winky face. Was that cringy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to Hashtag Complicated. This is going to be our fourth episode now right yeah fourth episode i'm so excited yeah oh by the way this is tracy (laughs) and this is danielle and we've like the more and more we do these episodes i feel like we sound alike so that's why we keep saying like oh this is tracy and this is danielle yeah i think we do kind of sound alike sometimes and it's also because we hang out with each other 24 7 so i think we also pick up each other's quirks and Mm -hmm, language yeah and all of that um so today we're gonna be talking about cheating in the millennial age yes and, I feel and like, just cheating in general but, yeah mm-hmm. that's what i was gonna say like if there's certain things that's unique about cheating in the millennial age but overall it's kind of like cheating is cheating yeah and it's always been cheating is cheating yep. you know mm-hmm. um but before we start talking about cheating i do want you guys to like go back and if you haven't listened to episode one two or three Go back and listen to it, because it's really good. And if you're only listening and subscribing, could you pretty please hit that subscribe button? You mean if you're only listening and not subscribing? Yes, that. (laughs) Yes. So go back, hit the subscribe button, and then go on Instagram and follow us on hashtag complicated. Hashtag is spelled out, because we couldn't put the actual hashtag. So Mm -hmm. that was just my little... Spiel. Yeah, I'm a little spiel. Um, <laughs> because, you know, we need to advertise more, so. Yeah. Alright, so let's jump right into the topic about cheating. I feel like it's such a, a sensitive topic. Yeah, I yeah, I think it's sensitive, and it can be a little, I don't know what the word is, but complicated, but... Great. Mm, but yes, gray. That is the word. Exactly. Thank you, Danielle. Yeah, cheating is like fifty shades of gray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely not black and white. It's I feel like it's not the same across like borders and cultures and it's just not the same sometimes. There's like gray areas, definitely. Yeah, there's a lot of gray areas. So first I guess we're gonna start off with defining what cheating is. What do you think cheating or is? Or what yeah, what you think cheating is. I'm asking um, you. <laughs> oh, yeah, asking me. What do you think oh, it is? Oh, well, um, let's see. I think it's when you feel insecure in your relationship and you're looking for something fulfilling outside of your relationship, whether that is through texting someone else or um, flirting with someone at work or secretly having phone conversations with somebody um, just feeling like you're, if you feel like you're having to hide certain things, then I feel like you're already, you have something to hide, so, yeah, you're already kind of there, yeah, yeah, that's kind of true, like, if you're going the extra mile to, like, do it so that your partner isn't knowing that you're doing it, then I got some news for you, buddy, (laughs) you've already crossed the line, you've crossed that border, so do you consider, like, liking somebody's pictures excessively like that same person excessively like in their pictures is that cheating mm. mm. depending on who the person is i would say if mm-hmm. it's somebody that's unattainable like they're never gonna meet 
Mm. Which is kind of hard when you're living in LA because you actually <laughs> could meet these people. That is the funniest shit. It's a funny thing you t- said this because, like, I've never had what's that? Like the pass list, like the people that you could fuck if you mm-hmm. ever ran into them. I've never had it, mm-hmm. but I've thought about who would be on it, mm-hmm. and I watch like MTV. Are you the one all the time? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, those motherfuckers maybe could possibly get definitely it. get it. <laughs> And then those motherfuckers like appear on your dating apps. Now, like I've seen them oh, on yeah. Tinder and mm-hmm. on Bumble, mm-hmm. and if I've like, spoken to a couple of them, it didn't go well. Don't don't talk to celebrity guys. And they're not even fucking celebrities, but they do feel like it. Because um, I mean, they're pretty well known at this point if yeah. they have been on a reality TV show. Yeah, but it's it's definitely possible to meet the people on your past list mm-hmm. in person when you're in living a, in LA. Living in LA, and yeah, it's awkward. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it's easy easy access to yeah. those people too. Um, I forgot where I was going with this or what the question was. So could oh, you like, refresh like- my memory? <laughs> <laughs> Liking um, a whole bunch of pictures. You said it depends on. Oh who. yeah, so like if it's somebody that's probably unattainable, like that person, they're never gonna meet that person. Like they're super famous. Okay, like okay, cause I like. I like Maluma. I like J Balvin's pictures, and nothing's gonna come of it. I don't even find J Balvin attractive. I just think he's cool, and I'd be liking all his pictures, (laughs) and it's fine. (laughs) It's okay. I I go in his DMs sometimes. It's all groovy. (laughs) Okay, I don't go into his DMs though. That's crossing the line. See, that would be crossing the line. Um, uh, and if if it is a girl or a guy that actually is accessible and could possibly like be maybe it's a co-worker or somebody in your life in my partner's life and they're liking all their pictures then I don't know I might be a little suspicious like mm-hmm. right, do you find this girl attractive um so would what's you- up what's up there <laughs> want to talk to me about it <laughs> in your therapist voice um so- my voice gets all high-pitched <laughs> I'm really overcompensating for the fact that I'm annoyed. Like, don't tell me that, you know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but I feel like if somebody, if your girl or your guy, like, ask you such a specific question, they already know the answer. (laughs) Like, do you have something to tell me about Instagram? Your Instagram activity Mm -hmm. lately? (laughs) Don't lie, motherfuckers. Don't lie. She knows. He knows. (laughs) She's already been looking at what you've been liking. So don't even try. But seriously, how would you bring that conversation up? That's actually a really good question. Um, this actually happened to me previously in my last relationship. And it wasn't that he was liking a bunch of pictures. It was that he was liking very um, mm-hmm. girl like pictures of girls that were nearly naked. Mm-hmm. And that rubbed me the wrong way. I probably handled it all the wrong ways. But I screenshotted... <laughs> I screenshotted the Instagram where, like, it shows so-and-so liked so-and-so. I screenshotted that shit, and I was like, that, that's kind of disrespectful that you're doing that, that you're liking girls' pictures that look like that. And I don't like that, so that's how I went about it. So you have to stop. How did they respond? Um, They were actually very receptive to it. They felt very embarrassed. Apparently, he didn't even know that I could see that page. <laughs> like... 
it's so awkward. He's like, oh my god, how did he know? Yeah, he, he was know? he was so confused. He's like, where is that page? What are you like? What? How are you getting there? And I was like, okay, like this isn't rocket science, dude. <laughs> it's like literally the only other tab available. It's like um, publicly accessible. What you're doing on Instagram? Most yeah. Times. So I found it really funny that he had no idea that this page even existed, that this tab even existed, and yeah, he, he was very, he was fine, he was understanding, he apologized, um, I, even though he apologized, I don't know, I was upset the whole day, I needed the whole day to, like, cool off, to and, recover, yeah, yeah, and, it's funny that you said that you stalked him on Instagram, well, you didn't stalk him, he was your boyfriend, but, yeah. there's, like, this new feature on Snapchat now, where you can see where people are, have you, oh, have yeah. you seen that mm-hmm. shit? My advice, right? <laughs> if you're gonna cheat, don't put on your Snapchat <laughs> where are you location. You gotta thing. be an extra kind of dumb <laughs> like, to do that. You've gotta like be a special type of dumb to leave that shit on. Because but I'm gonna find you. Like, now I feel like we're letting people know like how they can cheat. <laughs> we're also letting... We take it back. Let me take it back. We're also letting people know how to find out if your boo thing is cheating on you and how you can find him. I mean, I don't endorse killing people, <laughs> but I mean, how you can find him and like... How you can chop their balls off. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> how you can do, you know, minimal no, damage. This dick ain't mine. It's for nobody else. <laughs> this dick is only mine. And this vagina is only mine. You hear that? Yeah, um... Like, where'd you learn those tricks from, huh? <laughs> That's another way to find out if your boot thing is cheating on you. Oh, hell no. Like, where'd they learn all of that? Okay, but, um, so, why do you think, in general, why do you think people cheat? Um, I feel like people cheat because... They have low self control. <laughs> okay, let me just speak from a place where, like, I might come off a little judgmental because I'm not very experienced in this type of, I don't know, situation. I, I mean, I haven't, haven't that I know of. I haven't been cheated on, and I kind of cheated, but not really. It was kind of innocent. I was very young. <laughs> Sounds like an excuse, but you know. It's so funny because in one of their previous episodes, I started one of my um, my stories with, well, I was very young. I was really young, so that doesn't count. So we excuse you. You were young. Go ahead. Um, so the things that I might think about of why people may cheat might be might come off a little judgmental, but I'm not trying to be. Um, so yeah, I think... It's either because they have low self-control and they have a hard time saying no to things that are easily accessible to them and, like, they are those type of people that need instant gratification. Um, And maybe it's also, like, their way of expressing that they don't... They either don't want to be in the relationship or that there's something wrong in the relationship that needs to be fixed but instead of communicating that and being, you know, open, um, an adult in an adult relationship, <laughs> they choose to cheat as a way of expressing that. And uh, yeah, I, I 
clearly have very strong opinions of this topic. Yeah, but I do agree. Like, I think, you know, if you're going to cheat instead of talk to your partner about what's wrong, that's immature. Mm-hmm. And you're not ready for a relationship. Yeah. If that's the case. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's a difficult conversation to have. By no means am I saying, you know, it's easy to sit down with your partner and tell them, here's why I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> Here are the reasons why I'm trying to run away from this relationship. Oh, by the way, I'm about to cheat. But before I do so, <laughs> I really want to talk to you so I don't do so. You know, I know that conversation <laughs> is not going to be easy. But I think it's better than fucking it all up, for sure, by cheating. Yeah. Um, I think also, like, the reason why people cheat is because they're scared to be alone. Mm -hmm. So, like, they don't want to end the relationship before finding something else that Mm. they can jump right into. Like a guarantee. Mm -hmm. They're looking for that guarantee. Yeah. Oh, my God. So that reminded me of The Bachelor. So I know this is super random. But on the last episode of Bachelor with... What is his name? Ari. With Ari, that motherfucker. So he left... Before leaving his fiance, he went back to check in with the other girl he was going to choose to make sure that he that she would accept him. So then he broke off the engagement so that he could run back to the other girl after getting that guarantee that it would be okay. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That is so messed up. Such a dick move. Such a selfish move. Like purely selfish. Very selfish, and I'm going to play the devil's advocate. Um, Smart. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, he definitely protected himself and made sure that at the end of the day, he was still going to be somebody's fiance. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. But overall, stupid. And I think, yeah, it does come from that fear of being lonely. Mm -hmm. And I think for women especially, I think... I think it's really strong in women why women might cheat is that fear of being lonely for example like people who this is like a big stray but like stay-at-home moms for example Mm -hmm. and your husband is always off at work or doing his thing Mm -hmm. or the other way around um i feel like that loneliness sometimes gets to you and may influence your decision to want to find another partner the pool boy Mm-hmm. Or, <laughs> or maybe um, it also sounds like it could be out of boredom mm-hmm. or like a lack of purpose. Mm-hmm. Like the housewife, their only purpose is to be a mom. And yeah, I think for a minute they feel risky and sexy when they can be somebody's like side check. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, it's kind of the risk, the thrill of it. Mm-hmm. I think it's what also gets people going. Mm-hmm. Like, sneaking around. Yeah. And I think that's also that's why exciting. when you do end up, like, if you do end up with the person you cheated with, you also cheat on them. Mm-hmm. You might also cheat on them mm-hmm. because that rush that you got while you were cheating, like, the sneaking around, the... Um, I hope my girlfriend doesn't walk in on this type mm-hmm. of feeling yeah. is what drove the relationship. That's yeah. what the relationship was founded on. Mm-hmm. And so when it goes to like a normal relationship, sometimes it might be hard to like get that thrill again. Yeah, because eventually that relationship, be- it starts to, it starts to settle down mm-hmm. and not be as exciting. And wow, I said that weird. Um, not be as exciting and so then yeah so you're seeking for the next thrill Mm -hmm. 
And I th- and I think another reason though is like just self-esteem in general. Like if you don't I think it says a lot about a person who decides to cheat about how they value themselves. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I think there's this like do you even value do you value yourself and do you value being respected by your partner? Do you respect yourself to cheat on your partner with somebody else? I feel like people with low self-esteem Wait, can you say that? Say that again or like so elaborate like, because I'm not sure that I'm understanding. So like if you don't value yourself, I feel like you're more likely to cheat. Is basically what I'm saying. Okay. Like you don't respect yourself enough. Mm-hmm. And if for example, loyalty and commitment were like values that were really important to you, mm-hmm. then you're probably less likely to cheat. Mm-hmm. But if that's something that's not important to you, mm-hmm. I feel like you're more likely to cheat. Yeah. And I think a lot of people who cheat have low self-esteem, to be Mm -hmm. honest. Like, they need that validation from somebody else. Mm -hmm. Like, if they don't feel wanted in the current relationship that they're in, or that they're not given enough attention, they might seek that from somebody else. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that the research was saying, was that a lot of people do um, seek emotional connection with other people, because they just don't feel it in the current relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the research was a little contradictory in that sense because a lot of research says that males typically cheat out of a physical or a lack of physical intimacy, um, whereas women cheat because of a lack of emotional intimacy. But there was another um, research article that I found that was saying... Actually, the majority um, cheat because of the lack of emotional intimacy, um, or it could be a lack of both, so both physical and emotional intimacy. Mm -hmm. That was a lot of intimacies in one sentence, and I almost got like all jumbled up in my thoughts. So you're, but I don't know if that makes sense. (laughs) So what you're saying is that people are less likely to cheat solely because of a physical, a lack of physical intimacy. Right. They're more likely to cheat either because of emotional intimacy missing in their relationship or missing, they're missing both the physical and the emotional. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I call bullshit on that. Can I do that? Yeah. I call bullshit on that? Yeah, tell me. Like, tell me why. I feel like there's a lot of men in particular would cheat for physical reasons Mm -hmm. and like wanting the next booty that crosses the street. Mm-hmm. to me I don't think they're seeking so do you think that maybe the emotional intimacy wasn't there to begin with with themselves like do they even are they even emotionally aware of what they themselves feel like are they even mm-hmm. able to identify their own emotions um, do they have any insight on why they're cheating I, like maybe the emotional intimacy doesn't necessarily have to be with the partner but even like with themselves Mm -hmm. they're not aware of themselves emotionally yeah i think there is that aspect and um i don't want to generalize but you know we do raise women to be emotionally given Mm -hmm. to like you know show affection to be empathetic to be in tune emotionally with other people Mm -hmm. and um and i feel like we raise men to be fuck boys (laughs) <laughs> does that make sense like we raise men to go after the next conquest 
Oh, and so uh-huh. I do think because of that, of how women and men are raised differently, men would most likely cheat because of because of physical um, a physical need or something physical missing in their relationship. Mm-hmm. That's that's why I call bullshit on that research. But hey, I didn't do it, so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. And it didn't really specify like the population that it surveyed or. Or um, that they looked at, so yeah, I don't know how valid that research was. I was just putting it out there. <laughs> so do you? Um, we were gonna say that the name of this episode was going to be "You Cheated on Me, So I Cheated Back," <laughs> and I think that's another reason why people cheat. <laughs> yeah, that petty is true. cheating. It's called petty cheating. You're petty ass. Um, yeah, if you're gonna cheat on somebody because they cheated on you. Um, Two wrongs do not make a right, uh-uh. but hey, no judgment. Yeah, and I've heard of people like in relationships, full on relationships, doing this to each other multiple times, mm. and it's like, oh, like one person cheats on the other one, and then the other one goes and cheats, and then the other one wants to get back at the other one for cheating, and then mm-hmm. they do they do it again. It's like, what? Like, mm-hmm. how are you happy in that type of, of relationship? Dynamic. Yeah, I don't understand. And I think some people why they even tolerate cheating or why they might do that without just breaking up the relationship is like for financial reasons or because their children involved mm-hmm. you know like some people hold on to a relationship because their partner is the one who is making the income for the household or um there's children involved and if you think about having that conversation like oh i cheated on you or leaving them you may risk like custody of the children mm-hmm. you may risk visitation rights Mm-hmm. You, you there's a lot of things that you you're risking, yeah. and so they rather cheat and not break up than to like break up with somebody and then do their dirty, mm-hmm. because there's that something holding them back in mm-hmm. the relationship. Yeah, like an extra factor that mm-hmm. they have to consider whether it's financial stability or um, providing a home for their children or mm-hmm. providing a family for their children. Um, yeah. And and that's kind of what makes cheating not black and white, is that there's so many factors that kind of go into it. Yeah. Um, and then I was also, like, reading, like, childhood trauma. And I th- this is something I'm going to talk more in depth, maybe in another episode, but it kind of goes back to the validation point. Like, if in your childhood there was some trauma, you weren't validated or underappreciated, I think that also leads you a little bit more likely to in an unfulfilled relationship to want to seek that somewhere else mm-hmm. or to be a little promiscuous mm-hmm. yeah yeah that that is true. what what do you so we talked earlier about like sliding into dms and liking people's pictures but how do you think social media has like really changed the dating not sorry the dating world but um the cheating world <laughs> <laughs> um so social media i think gives you an extra opportunity almost to cheat because now it's easier to reach out to anybody in the freaking world (laughs) to fulfill your emotional needs or attention needs or whatever it is that you're seeking yes and they're right there at the reach of your fingertips like literally literally and so did you know that you could um video call on snapchat and instagram now what do you mean? 
Like, like at the same time? No, but like oh. on Snapchat, you can video call somebody. Oh. Or you can video call a follower on Instagram. Oh, wow. Now that, that... Actually, I didn't know that. Somebody called me last time and I was like, who the hell is this? <laughs> I didn't even have them as a friend. So yeah. I'm like concerned as to how they even were able to call me. Uh, yeah. But, but that's like another element though. Mm-hmm. Like not only are you maybe having this like sexting going on you can literally call those motherfuckers up and whoop out the dick <laughs> you know what i mean i know that was a, yeah. a gross analogy no, but yeah but it's true it just it makes cheating so much more easier mm-hmm. and i there's a study that showed that high facebook usage was correlated or linked to um a higher negative like relationship outcome Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and I think, yeah, one of the research articles that I was looking at said the same exact thing. Um, but more specifically, like, they said that cheating increased, the likelihood of cheating increased mm. with high usage of social media, such as Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram. Yeah. And I was just thinking, like, on Facebook, you know that high school sweetheart that you lost touch with? Ooh, yeah. Yep. I can think of somebody who got sucked into that. Yeah, I can think of somebody who got sucked into that. <laughs> you know, Facebook, you know, you become friends with friends and friends with friends. And then you find out, oh, my high school sweetheart is on Facebook. Maybe I should hit him up. No, you shouldn't hit them up. Mm-hmm. You got yourself a girlfriend or boyfriend already. <laughs> and there's a reason why that relationship ended. Even though maybe at this point you're looking at it through a rosier lens. But... Mm-hmm doesn't mean that that relationship didn't end for a reason and that you are now in a different one and that you should be freaking respectful of your current relationship i feel like this whole podcast was so judgmental i'm sorry we we like cover it with i'm sorry and like with all this research but then our voice gets like really heated like don't fucking cheat but no judgment though (laughs) we're not trying to pass judgment but we're we're passing judgment yes Okay, but do you think, like, if a couple, like, if you find out your partner is cheating or whatnot, in therapy, and, like, do you think therapy would work? Wait, like, you find out in therapy? Like, oh, in no, a therapy no, no. session? No, oh. like, you guys go to therapy because there was cheating that happened in the relationship. Do I think that it would work? Yeah. Um, I, I think it depends what the root of the cheating was. Like, what was the purpose of the cheating? Mm-hmm. Was it they were trying to leave the relationship? Then peace out, motherfucker. Or, <laughs> or are they, I don't know, like, trying like a to, yeah, like, either they're trying to fix the relationship by cheating. I don't even, I don't even know what I'm saying, but the cheating was rooted for some other reason. They're not trying to leave the relationship. They are trying to make it work. Um, they just didn't know how to communicate or there was a trauma that happened or it was like a low self-esteem like for those other reasons or, outside yeah. of the partner right but if it's not the partner's fault mm-hmm. it comes from something internally yeah you think that that might that increase might, the chances of therapy working that might increase the chances of therapy working especially if the person is open and honest mm-hmm. about everything um that counts also yeah because um, it's kind of like a process to rebuilding trust. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the first step that you can take is to honesty. just be honest at that point. Because mm-hmm. honesty is not what got you guys into that situation. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do you think it matters who you cheat with, though? 
So, like, if they cheated with the high school sweetheart, or if it was your best friend, or if If, it was a neighbor. Yeah, it hurts way more if it's somebody that you know that they had an emotional connection to. Mm. If so, or if they ever had an emotional connection to, mm. so like especially the high school sweetheart, mm-mm. I don't want you talking to her <laughs> at all. Like, don't even don't follow her on Instagram either. Yeah. So you think <laughs> it would hurt more if you had an emotional connection with them in the past or currently versus just purely physical? Yeah, I mean it would hurt more, but that doesn't mean that it wouldn't hurt mm-hmm. the other way either. Like it, it's a hurtful act either way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it would be harder to get over if it was somebody that you had an emotional connection to. And I think it would also be harder to get over if it was somebody you were close to personally. Because not only are you losing your significant other, you're losing another support system. You're losing mm-hmm. maybe your best friend or your cousin or your sister. Oh, man. Like, yeah. I don't know. And like I've heard stories and this this cultural things but besides the culture reasons i've heard stories where like the wife dies and then they date the sister i know that's not cheating because i'm dead but that's still <laughs> cheated motherfucker that's still my sister what the hell um yeah that is a whole other level of cheating though <laughs> like you're not just cheating on me you are cause costing me a relationship mm-hmm. that is also meaningful to me. Yeah. Like, fuck you for that. Yeah, it's like, I understand you ruining our relationship, but don't ruin my relationship with somebody else who can support me getting through this yeah. hard time. Yeah. Getting through this hard time. Like, you sc- you double screwed me. Mm-hmm. Fucking double screwed me. Ugh. Doesn't matter if they, like, cheated on more than one person. Wait. You mean that Wait, they cheated with, with more than one mm-hmm. more than one person? Um, no. Por qué? Why? Well, yeah, I guess yeah. Cause like if it was more than once, yeah. If there if it happened more than once, if they've cheated on me more than once, it's like fuck. I'm an idiot. <laughs> How did I not know this? How yes. did I not see this? Um, I think it would cause a lot of self blame, a lot of self-esteem issues and feeling just mm-hmm. inadequate and like a fool mm-hmm. i think that's like one of the first things that you know people think of after they've gotten cheated on it's like i'm a fucking fool how did i not see this mm-hmm. you know it was right under my nose how did i not see this mm-hmm. especially if it's happened more than once mm-hmm. if they've just been sleeping around yeah I was, like, looking at this research article, and there was a study with, I think, university students, um, and they were saying, like, they showed them all a vignette, or they gave them a vignette of cheating, out, like, cheating um, stories, mm-hmm. and um, the results of the study basically said that people were willing to forgive their partner if they cheated once, um, and if they apologized, even, like, despite like how they found out about the cheating mm-hmm. so even if they found out from the cheating like they like walked in on it or their friend told them or the partner actually came out and said hey i cheated it doesn't matter like how they found out only like if it was just one time and the partner apologized they were willing to forgive wow um wow <laughs> <laughs> i'm just blown away by I'm blown away by the pe- by people's ability to forgive 
Yeah. Even if it is just one time. Because it is just the most... It's just the most horrendous way to break someone's trust. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, how do you go back after that? Like, we can build and build, but, you know, trust is hard to, like, rebuild. Mm -hmm. It's one of the hardest things, I feel like, that you can rebuild in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, like, does that mean... Like, when you forgive them, how, like, it doesn't guarantee you that they're not going to do it again. Mm-hmm. Like, are they, are they a changed man or a changed woman? <laughs> are they? I don't think those motherfuckers are. <laughs> <laughs> actually, okay. So, actually, I do believe people can change. <laughs> Why? Because you have a personal experience? By the um, way, can you pass me those Ritz cookies? <laughs> Seriously, no. Um, I do believe that people can change. Um, and the reason why is um, is because I have cheated in the past. <laughs> and I do feel that I am a changed person. I, I think, like you said, it was out of stupidity and it was out of being young. And um, I think that if you realized how stupid it was and the cost to your self-esteem and to the respect that you have for yourself, you can change. Because then you, you realize, like, it's not worth it. It's not worth getting into a relationship and cheating on somebody. So do you think maybe it has to do with um, how old you were and what kind of life stage you were at? I definitely do think so. I think everybody... Okay, not everybody, but most people go through an exploration stage. Um, They go through um, the stage where they're trying to figure out who they are, what they like and don't like in a partner. And then if you think about the frontal brain, frontal lobe, that motherfucker is not developed when you're young. You make stupid-ass decisions. You live life on the edge. You can't see, like consequences far in advance very impulsive yeah you're very impulsive and so i do think that played a role in why i cheated when i was younger and therefore i do think you can change um yeah i i sorry i didn't let you finish your thought go ahead i'm sorry (laughs) you're such a therapist um i was just saying so if you cheated if you were a cheater when you were younger like i don't know before 21 Mm-hmm. I think you can change. If you cheat and you're like late 20s, early 30s, and plus, I don't know. You heard it here, folks. If you're over 21 and you're cheating, you're a cheater for the rest of your life. <laughs> hey, hey, we can't. I mean, I, <laughs> no judgment. <laughs> but no judgment. But no judgment. I just, you know, get your life together a little bit. <laughs> Is what I would say. Just a little bit. Uh, you know, just, just yeah. a little bit. And there's actually another topic <clears throat> that I just thought of. Um, and based off, this is based off my own personal experience. I was dating this guy. And this is the last time that I had cheated on somebody. Um, and I was young. I was 20 when I was dating him. Okay, so you're good. You're changed. I was on the edge. I was yeah. on the edge. Um, but... The reason why I wasn't I was put in that position was because this guy was a drug addict. And so there's that extra component here as well. Um, 
And I don't know what he would do, but he would just, like, fall off the face of the earth for, like, a weekend, and I wouldn't hear from him. And there were times in my relationship where I didn't even know if I was in a relationship or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for that reason, it made it easier to cheat on him because I sometimes felt like I wasn't in, really in a relationship. Like, this is a joke. Yeah. Like, this relationship is a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. And I definitely didn't respect him because I didn't feel respected in the relationship either. Yeah. And I think also you may not have known if he was alive. <laughs> <laughs> so you were like, YOLO. <laughs> I'm not missing out on this new dick for that old dick. That dead dick. You know, like, <laughs> I'm going to get me some new dick because that old dick might be dead. Do you know what I mean? I get that. That's excusable. <laughs> Definitely excusable. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. But then that's also another um, thing to consider, and that I think I read in one of the research articles too that um, people are actually more forgiving of their partners if there is an addiction problem. Mm-hmm. So, like, if there's that addiction piece, and your partner goes and cheats when they're high or. Yeah. drunk or whatever it's more likely that you're gonna forgive them because there was that extra factor that was involved in the cheating and i think for me at that point maybe like the cheating becomes minuscule compared to the fact that my partner has an addiction issue <laughs> yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like let's get the addiction under control and then when you're sober and beat your ass up because you cheated <laughs> on me you know yeah so yeah, I think definitely yeah, cheating becomes secondary. Shifts. Yeah, your focus kind of shifts onto what the problem really might mm-hmm. might be at that moment with that person, but yeah. not so much the relationship. Like, mm-hmm. what's the problem in the relationship? That's kind of that kind of gets put to the side because now we're dealing with the addiction. Yeah, and I think either way, whatever the reason is, um, whatever the factors considered, there are some common like aftermath things like we kind of talked about it like not being able to trust anything anymore like anybody not even people who you trusted like not even um i feel like not even you're like your best friend or your close relationships you just have this distrust towards people or towards men in general or sorry and females because females cheat too just as much just as uh, much as men so yeah that distrust um, yeah distrust and also with yourself with your own ability to make judgments on other people yeah it's like your confidence just like goes down the motherfucking hill because like your picker is broken at that point <laughs> oh my god we have to give them credit for this so we watch or no sorry we listen to this podcast called hilarious humanitarians and um they there's an episode where they talk about how sometimes your picker is broken so like meaning that when you're picking a guy for yourself for some reason you're just making all the wrong choices (laughs) so that means that your picker is broken yeah and so you know your picker just breaks after that like i don't know how to pick them right yeah clearly and so yeah i feel you feel all the rotten apples you feel shitty about yourself um but then on other like you may go through this downward spiral and you may become really depressed and isolated and just want to kind of keep to yourself. But I think for others, they take this whole 180 and they like have this whole new perspective on themselves and they just want to focus on themselves and advance in themselves. Mm-hmm. Like it was, I feel like that's like the badass women who like come from like cheating relationships and they're super successful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're just like, they say, fuck love, get money. <laughs> 
exactly and i think that was my mother (laughs) (laughs) yes that was definitely my mother um yeah fuck love get money that should be like our slogan fuck love get money i'm all for that shit and then but also like after you've been cheated on i feel like especially like physically cheated on you just don't want to have sex anymore Mm -hmm. or like you don't want to have sex especially with that partner yeah it's repulsive at that point yeah like your dick has been somewhere else or your vagina has been somewhere else i do not want to participate in this activity with you anymore Mm -hmm. it's it's I feel like your mind goes to like, oh, so how is the sex with this other person? Mm -hmm. And, oh, you brought this new trick into the bedroom. Did you learn it from the other person? Yeah. Is my body pretty enough? Mm -hmm. Your mind kind of starts playing tricks on you. And you could probably even imagine them with that other person as if you had seen it happen. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like PTSD. It's like, it's traumatic. It is traumatic. Or like, they might say your name. Like, how they usually would say their your name, but you read into it a lot. And you're like, hmm, is this how they said so-and-so's name? Mm, or, yeah. you know, like, it's just, you read into a lot, and just sex is the Does last he, thing. Did he look at her the same way that he's looking at me right now? Yeah. No. Uh, oh, the issues that we all carry. <laughs> right? And then there's the, like, 1%, but it's really not the 1%. But... There's a small portion of couples who recover from cheating and are stronger than they started. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that bullshit? Damn. I, I don't Damn. Wanna... I don't know. I don't know why I have such a hard time believing that. Mm-hmm. I just... I guess, like, yeah, I guess it can happen. Like, there's people out there, clearly. Yeah. But I just have a hard time understanding how they get there because... Mm-hmm it is such a rupture in the relationship and i think also like as therapists we do encourage people to after you've you know like found out about the cheating in a relationship if you're willing to put in the work and you actually want to stay in the relationship to go out and get there because it can be useful and it could help and i think that's probably some of the ways that people do recover from those type of relationships mm-hmm. um i think it's like a big wake-up call in a sense for like what's going wrong in your relationship and how can you also fix it mm-hmm. even though you're not the one that cheated mm-hmm. there's some things that you, you maybe you could do differently mm-hmm. like especially if it's like emotional cheating maybe you're not emotionally like present as your partner would want you to be and maybe that's a conversation that you guys can have and work on together which yep. is hard to not and blame there yourself are, there are also other ways to have a wake-up call guys it's not just go and cheat on your partner to make them have a wake-up call you know <laughs> oh babe i cheated on you today do you have a wake-up call <laughs> <laughs> like bitch get your life together i just cheated on you <laughs> yeah we're, we're, that's not the only way to give your partner a wake-up call definitely do not do that but for all the women and men i think we talked about it early in a relationship wondering how the fuck do i know if my partner is cheating on me so we have the geotagging, <laughs> we have the Instagram stalking, we have the cloud. So I don't have an iPhone, so this is probably more so for iPhone users, but even if those MFs delete their text, right, they can still have it on the cloud. Sometimes you forget to delete it also on your cloud if you have it backed up to your cloud, 
So, um, just a handy little tip on how to find out if your partner is cheating on you. Check their cloud. And also, I mean, there's the old school way, which is plainly just looking at their phone while they're texting somebody. Like, just staring them down. Staring mm-hmm. at their phone. If they get all fishy about it, then you caught them and... and you... This conversation is just giving me so much anxiety. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, I just, like, ugh. I, I can't. I just don't... I don't know. It doesn't happen to every relationship. You'll be okay. No, I know. I know it doesn't happen to every relationship, but it just... It it's is. that, it's that, like, it could happen, mm-hmm. you know? Especially because it hasn't happened to me that I know of. Mm-hmm. It's like, ooh. Did it happen, too? Maybe it will happen, because mm-hmm. it hasn't happened. <laughs> it's like one of those things, like chicken pox. <laughs> Everybody yeah. has them at least once. Exactly. <laughs> like, I can't be lucky enough to go throughout, like, my whole life and not... Experience have this experience yeah. So. yeah or am i that lucky yeah. like cheating is like chicken pox <sighs> there we go another way to find out if that mf is cheating is to um well let's say they told you that oh i lost my phone babe i don't know where it is that's why you can't contact me <laughs> bullshit <laughs> bullshit go find that motherfucker's phone on some app that you can find your phone like there's like yeah the app right called find my iphone <laughs> that's what you're trying to say huh yep yep that's exactly what it's called yeah so use that app and try to find that motherfucker's phone and if it's at like some girl's house or some guy's house then hmm. you've got a problem girl houston we have a problem <laughs> that's like your go-to phrase i think you said it in one of the other episodes too. i did say it in the episode so episodes houston we, we have, have a problem, problem. all right so, from all of everything we've talked about, um, how do you prevent it? How do you prevent cheating in your relationship? Okay, so I found this article. I feel like it can be a little controversial because some of the things that I was reading, I was like, ooh, that sounds a little, like, much. It sounds mm-hmm. like a little bit, like, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, the first one says, establish guidelines. What does the, What does that mean? So, that means... That you want to monitor every message sent between people. What? <laughs> That's what it says. I'm legit reading straight out of the article. So I need to monitor my significant other's text messages to make sure they don't cheat. Mm-hmm. And if you... Oh, no. Sorry. It is, it is impossible. Sorry. It's saying it's impossible to monitor every oh, text message. thank God. Sorry, sorry. I... I might have read that wrong for a reason. I don't know. <laughs> Freudian slip type of thing. Um... So, no, they're saying to be aware of your own text messaging Mm. with the opposite sex. Or Or the the same sex. sex. We want to be inclusive here. Um, So, like, instead of, they recommend instead of, like, texting back to pick up the phone and just call them, make it a straight, like, this is my answer and that's it. Like, don't. What do you mean? Like, if somebody. Like, if a coworker is trying to text you for whatever reason, you call them, like, you kind of nip it in the bud Mm -hmm. and let them know, like, okay, Okay. I'm answering you, and then this is a quick conversation. This is all that it's going to lead to, and then I'm going to hang up. Yeah. Um, And so they're saying to look at texting as more as of a way of being very private and Mm. being in a room where the door is closed. And so, if you're texting your coworker, then it's like you and your coworker are alone in a private room, and mm. how that might look like yeah. to your partner. 
And I think feel like to your partner. Also under establishing guidelines is to talk to your partner straight off the bat with like what do they see as cheating? So you guys can be on the same page, you know, and be like, oh, shit, that's cheating? I better I, stop doing that. Yes, I agree. Because some people are, they really need the extra layout of what the hell cheating is. <laughs> like, as soon as you guys decide to be boyfriend and girlfriend, you pull out your layout. So here's all the places where you can fuck up, right? <laughs> you text a bitch, you like a bitch, you do any of these things, you are cheating and you are, like gone yeah from my life definitely Mm -hmm. i think that's one of the parts of establishing guidelines and boundaries like can you hang out with a girl alone or can you hang out with a guy alone Mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily being controlling i think you definitely have to have flexibility in these guidelines but it's setting those expectations so you Mm -hmm. know what expectations they are in your relationship yep so kind of similar to what you're saying the second one is avoid pitfalls So it's same thing, kind of having, um, taking extra steps before it happens. And, um, so if on social media you're following an ex or following people who you know you'd be tempted to DM or to, um, have a connection with or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, to unfollow them, to unfollow them. Uh, consider unfollowing unfollowing them. Um, that makes sense. That should be common sense, people. Like, don't follow them. You might cheat with them. Yeah. <laughs> um, having an ongoing conversation with your spouse regarding communication with the opposite sex on social media. So actually talking to your mm-hmm. significant other about the conversations that you're having online on social media. And if you can't talk to your partner about that, then that probably means that you're doing something that you're scared of talking about you shouldn't be doing exactly what else does it say Um, to prevent cheating and then the third one is check your heart so be aware of your own emotions and be aware of when you've checked out of the relationship or when you feel like your partner has checked out of the relationship and be open to communicating those things um like trust your instincts Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah so that, I think, really concludes our episode on cheating. And last episode, we forgot to end with a quote. So we're going to end with a quote this time. So cheating isn't always kissing, touching, or flirting. If you gotta delete text messages so your partner won't see them, you're already there. Mm-hmm. So that's just a handy little tip for you guys. Amen to that. <laughs> All right. Peace out, Uptown, Motown. A-Town. Oh, wait, did you already say that?